0: Two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this, this is the Smart Seven. Well good morning everybody, it's Thursday the 2nd of December, and it's the International Day for the Abolition of Slavery. And a big happy birthday to Britney Spears, Lucy Lou, Nelly Furtado and Prince Edward. There were 48,374 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, with 171 additional deaths reported. There were nine new cases of the Omicron variant, bringing the UK total to 32, while there are now more than 20 countries with cases, including the United States and the Republic of Ireland. As researchers across the globe work to measure the potential impact of the variant, the World Health Organisation says, while it's still early days, there are some signs of just mild symptoms. The global technical lead for COVID-19 is Dr. Marie Van Cahove. Uh, We have seen uh, reports of cases with Omicron that go from mild disease all the way to severe disease. Um, there is some uh, indication that uh, some of the patients are presenting with mild disease, but again, it's early days and we do have a surveillance bias right now in terms of the cases that are being detected. Health Secretary Sajid Javid is still staying optimistic and says there's no need to dramatically change your Christmas plans just yet. Well, I don't think people need to change their plans the guidance that is already out there, which we published uh, you know, a few weeks back, we should just always all be a bit cautious. You know, It might be sensible, for example, depending on the type of party you're going to and the setting to take an LFD test uh, before you go. The brand new Shadow Health Secretary Labour's Wes Streeting was still more worried about incoming travellers, apart from Santa, of course. We don't think it's right that people arriving into the UK are not being tested before uh, they leave uh, the country of origin. It's possible for people to try travel to the airport, get on a plane, arrive in busy, uh, crowded departure halls, get on a train or a tube or a bus back home without having had a test for a couple of days. That doesn't make sense, so that would help. At Prime Minister's question time on Wednesday, Labour leader Keir Starmer was busy chasing down Boris on his promise to create 40 new hospitals as worries mount that the Omicron variant may create more pressure on the NHS. Now, the Cabinet Office and the Treasury have checked on progress, and it's reported that they've reached a damning conclusion. I know the Chancellor would have seen that, that the project needs a red flag because it's unachievable. Uh Prime Minister... Is that true? Boris and a heavily massed Tory frontbench pushed back, claiming that the 40 hospitals are very much going ahead. We, Mr Speaker, are helping to build another 40 new hospitals, which that party voted against. Yeah! Keir wasn't done with the awkward questions, though, wanting to know if, in fact, Downing Street held a 2020 Christmas party while millions were still in lockdown. Boris wasn't exactly denying this one. And what I can tell the right honourable gentleman is that uh, is that all guidance was followed... Uh, completely during number 10. The US Supreme Court heard a case on Wednesday that could have an enormous impact on women across America as they began hearings on a restrictive Mississippi abortion law that could have huge implications for abortion rights and potentially see 1973's landmark Roe versus Wade decision overturned and millions of women losing abortion access. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh at his Senate confirmation hearing described Roe v. Wade as settled law, implying that it wouldn't be challenged. But his tone was quite different during Wednesday's hearings. No rulings expected until June of 2022. If we think that uh, the prior precedents are seriously wrong, why then doesn't the history of this court's practice tell us that the right answer? Is actually a return to the position of neutrality and uh, not stick with those precedents in the same way that all those other cases didn't. Wednesday, the 1st of December, was World AIDS Day. 35 million people are estimated to have died from HIV or AIDS related illnesses, even though the virus was only identified in 1984. And while treatment for HIV has improved dramatically, there's still a long way to go. The government's pledged £23 million to end HIV infections and death by 2030. And CEO of the Terence Higgins Trust, Ian Green, says he's optimistic. My personal reaction to uh, hearing about the Action Plan was one of real optimism and hopefulness. I uh, would love to be in a position where no one has to have a HIV Diagnosis, uh, and I think this action plan will move us towards that. Still to come on the Smart 7. Maya Rudolph's been getting high on sugar, and Jimmy Carr's got a Christmas present for you. Right after this. You're listening to The Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like The Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. There were six Premier League games on Wednesday night, including a Merseyside derby. Southampton and Leicester finished 2-all, West Ham and Brighton one all, and Wolves versus Burnley finished 0-0. Chelsea beat Watford 2-1 at a game marred by crowd trouble, Man City won 2-1 at Aston Villa, much to Steven Gerrard's disappointment, and Liverpool beat Everton 4-1. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp was delighted with the victory at Goodison, celebrating with away fans at the full-time whistle. A really good game of my team, uh, very mature performance, very grown-up performance, much better than um, in the years before, um, and especially here at Goodison. There's a brand new baking show in town. It's called Baking It and it's definitely got a little bit of Great British Bake Off about it with an American twist and a Christmas theme. Eight teams will compete for a $50,000 prize under the watchful eyes of two Saturday Night Live veterans, Andy Samberg and Maya Rudolph. It's on the Peacock Network in December and Maya popped up with Jimmy Fallon to spill the chocolate buttons on what it was like working with all that sweet, sweet sugar. We didn't have to eat. We ate by choice. I've never felt... More of a sugar high in my life. I felt crazy and I kept saying to Andy, I was like, I need to like reorganize my record collection. I felt like I was gonna fly out of the studio on sugar. I was high. (laughs) I was high. He's the man with TV's most annoying laugh. Yep, it's Jimmy Carr, and he's back on stage with a new haircut and a whole bunch of new material in a Netflix special. It's called His Dark Materials, and it drops on Christmas Day. Well, let's talk about the controversial thing, the vaccine. Who's not going to take the vaccine because they think it might be dangerous? Raise your hands. Now, take that hand and slap yourself in the f-ing face. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's the voice of f-ing reason, wasn't it? <laughs> The spread of COVID was directly linked to how dense the population is, and some of the population really quite f- dense. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Docs.